Whatever crap. I think it's funny because I, I love wheat. 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 Wheat with a T. Oh, T. Wheat. Yeah. Yeah. Wheat with a T. <laughs> yeah. He's a fairly formal goat, but he likes to party. Did you guys know that uh, Pepe Le Pew has been banned from like Looney Tunes because it's offensive to the French, I guess? Cheers. This is a New England. It's supposed to look like orange juice. <laughs> it never gets old. I, I n- swear, <laughs> it never gets old. Every time I listen to it, I Ch- laugh. Chase talking about Pepe Le Pew is a gem. I mean, it's gold. <laughs> that is that is absolute gold. The next time we uh, we do a re a re up of the intro, we got to talk about uh, Chase bringing Chappelle to his house. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, this is my house. <laughs> If you don't know what you're talking about, check out Chapter 16, Quacky. Uh, we had a little bit of a Chappelle segment there. Yeah, towards the end. Yeah, that's right. It was Chapter 16. <laughs> well, here we are, Chapter 18. Uh, for those of you the, who know the voices, I'm Justin Neff. I'm alongside PNP Danny Harold. Uh, welcome to the show again, PNP. We are Sans Production today, so we have nobody from production. This is kind of a crazy week for our team, for all of us. And one of the things that we've heard pretty consistently is that you all, the listeners, like content and like hearing us talk, which is fun, which is we're happy to hear that. But that means we have to stay consistent and keep releasing stuff. So we wanted to make sure that we got you content this week. That said, uh, you're stuck with Danny and I. <laughs> no production today. We don't even need him. Yeah, so. we're not. We're not tonight. Today, we're we're not going to talk about any of our beer in particular. I mean, we'll, I'm sure it'll it'll come up and we'll get to our beer. But today, I want to I want to just uh, take you under the hint under the hood of uh, PNP of Danny Harold. So um, this is Chapter 18, uh, Danny Harold's story. So let's dive right in, Danny. For those that don't know, you're on our marketing team. Uh, way more than that, so much more than just marketing. Why don't you share a little bit about what you do here? Totally. So I'm the marketing manager here at Sonder Brewing. Uh, a lot of what that entails is the social media. I like to say that I'm the guy behind the camera, which is a really fun thing for me. Uh, I manage the website. I produce this podcast, which is really fun. Among a lot of different things on our two-and-a-half-person marketing team is kind of just a all-hands-on-deck. And I also have this like, running list of like random things that like have nothing to do with my job that I've done in the brewery. Like maybe putting together a, I don't know, a refrigerator for yep. the tap room? We put a refrigerator together today, which is pretty sweet. I uh, dipped into my old job a little bit, putting a Kroger presentation together. That was fun. Uh, a couple of things I shouldn't say on this podcast happened, which is really good. Um, I've worked the can line before. I've poured beers. You name it, I've probably done it. Which is awesome. And that's that's one of the, the best things about being a part of this organization and being a part of a startup altogether, it's, it's fun. No day is the same, obviously, no, no. which we've talked about a million times. Um, but there's, there's still a lot of that, that grassroots oh, yeah. uh, part of it that um, hopefully you feel uh, like I do in, in that it's, it's everything you do literally produces a finished product or, or you see the, the reward or the benefit oh, yeah. almost immediately, which is awesome. And you kind of hit the ground running. Uh, you've been with us since February. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
geez, six months now. I can't believe it's been six months. I can and I can't. Some days it feels like I've been here forever, you yep. know, just because we've gone so far in six months. Like, so much has changed. Yep. But then at the same time, it's, man, I can't believe it. <laughs> it's been six months already, yep. which is wild. It is wild. It's crazy. So let's talk a little bit about uh, your your background. Mm-hmm. Um not necessarily on the on the professional side. We could talk a little bit about that, but more just about who you are and and how do we get here today. So, for those of you that don't know, and I, I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. Uh, if this happens to be the first one you're listening to, Danny and I uh, share a similar professional background. Uh, I have a few years on you, not a lot, a few, only a couple. Uh, <laughs> But we worked together at Acosta Sales and Marketing before this. Basically, sales support for small to mid-sized consumer packaged goods companies and, and being responsible for the, the data piece, which is a lot of what you were doing, mm-hmm. and the sales piece, which is a lot of what I was doing, to Kroger. We never actually worked together, funny enough. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was our love for, for Indians baseball that, yeah. that brought it, us It together. really was. And then craft beer was kind of the, like... It took our relationship to the next level for sure. It took our bromance to the next level. Yeah, relationship, bromance, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated from Xavier, um, marketing degree. Didn't really know what I wanted to do outside of school. Landed a job at Acosta. Really loved it. Honestly, kind of was a natural fit for me. I was pretty much helping consumer packaged goods companies learn about their business, problem solve, prepare for meetings, built a lot of really good relationships, had a blast. But it just really wasn't something that I was like uber passionate about or something that like really got me excited every morning. It was a great job. Um, I'm ever thankful for it. It actually comes into play more than you would think at my current position. Totally. Let's just say that what I'm doing right now is wildly more crazy entertaining, fun, different, and it's just what I'm here for. And also probably more stressful. It's a bit more stressful, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm one of those people that I would take a crazy busy day over a boring day any day. You know, It makes the day go by faster. It makes your day feel more impactful. I wouldn't change it for the world. There were some days at Costa, like I had some busy days and whatnot, but like for the most part, I was able to like really just clock in at eight and clock out at five. You know, there were some some late nights and whatnot here and there, but it's just, it was like clockwork there, you know, where like this is, I feel like I'm on all the time and that sounds like a bad thing, but like, I love it. Like I love totally. like interacting with our consumers. I love interacting with the people here at Sonder. So I wouldn't have any other way. I agree. I completely agree. Uh, and, and, and we're, we're blessed to have you on the team, which is, which is a ton of fun too. So let's talk a little bit about your, your beer. I don't want to say, hobbies or anything like mm-hmm. that because it's definitely not that but you're th- what makes you passionate about beer and and some of those some of your background right so i would almost kind of argue it was a hobby prior to being at sonder you know um i was never a home brewer i always kind of had the take of you know homebrewing would be really cool but there's a lot of really good beer i haven't drank out there you know so i have no problem just totally. going out there and paying for other people's beer funny enough my dad is probably the most responsible for me getting into craft beer and he's like really not even a craft beer guy himself he's kind of just always been one of those people who appreciates like so i grew up in cleveland so he's always appreciated like fatheads and great lakes and then uh sad sam adams has obviously always been available for us so like kind of like middle of the way through college i'd come home and we would drink the seasonal Great Lakes, whatever it was. Um, it'd be Oktoberfest um, in the fall, Christmas ale in the winter, 
and then uh, Conway's Irish Ale in the in the spring. And uh, if we ever do a red ale, my dad's going to lose it. But um, <laughs> I would imagine at some point we will. Yeah, I'm sure it'll make its way in here. But um, so so yeah. so Conway's is his favorite. Probably, I'd say so. Christmas ale is the one that like we both get pretty pumped for. I think I like Oktoberfest more than him, and he likes Conway's more than me. But we're both kind of like uber pumped about Christmas okay. ale every year. That's and, super cool. And that was kind of the beginning of it. Like it was kind of a nice break from like the crappy stuff I was drinking in college to like come home and like know that oh, there's some Sam Adams in here, there's some Great Lakes in here. It's not bad, you know. Um, and we would just have a couple a night, you know, just hanging out, uh, really just like watching TV. It was pretty natural. Um, Do you guys still bond over beer today? Totally. So it's How kinda, has, the, has the beer changed, or is it still pretty much Great Lakes? No, it, it's pretty much Great Lakes. I bring them home sounder every once in a while, and we'll pick up some different stuff. There's some really good beer in Cleveland that we'll kind of dip into, but you can pretty much count on like the Great Lakes seasonal being in the fridge whenever I'm home. You know, And I always get the uh, – when I, so whenever I, I don't go home a whole lot, I probably should go home more than I do. But uh, whenever I'm going home, I always get the, uh, hey, I got beer in the fridge for you text from my dad. It's like clockwork, <laughs> yeah, you know. Awesome. It's like the day. So he, he, he pretty much always does it the day before I'm coming home after work. He'll, like, stop in. So it's like 6 o'clock the day before I always get the, hey, I got beer for you in the fridge text. It's awesome. That's super cool, though. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Kind of going from there, uh, that was kind of like my intro to craft beer. And then kind of towards the end of the co- end of college, I got an internship, actually had some money in my pocket, which was nice. So I would, you know, start a, a lot of my nights with like some local Cincinnati stuff before getting back into the crappy stuff, you know. And then going to Xavier, we were across the street from Listerman. After class, we'd go in there, hang out. We even did a little bit of studying there every once in a while. Um, studying. Studying, loose term, yeah, right? You, you can't see me on radio. <laughs> I'm putting the air quotes around Right. It. Studying. Yeah, so um, it kind of evolved from there kind of going from you know drinking beers with dad incorporating some own like favorite beers into a night before going out and then after school you know it was just kind of one of those things where uh instead of like going out my buddies and i would just like go to breweries hang out or really just like buy craft beer and stay in you know it was one of those things where as much as we enjoyed drinking uh the the gamut of bad beer uh, in college, we eventually got to the point where we were drinking some good stuff. Do you have a favorite Listerman beer? I would have to say Nutcase because it's the first ever like dark beer I really enjoyed. That was a one. That was one style of beer that I, I gave it a lot of tries, and it was just something I could never like really get behind. And then I had Nutcase, and it flipped it for me. Yeah, it's a it's a really well made beer. the The interesting thing about Listerman is they're staples if you will are not the traditional staples for, no. for a lot of breweries so they've done it they've done it really well i always if i hear that there are listerman fans i like to ask them that question totally what what are your favorite listerman beers yeah so. they actually make a lot of beers uh, beer styles that i really like i i joke that i like fill this weird quota of being like the millennial beer nerd at saunders <laughs> so it's like whenever we're talking like about the milkshake ipas like the new england ipas we're like oh danny likes this style of beer let's get it, let's get him to try <laughs> every time chase every time chase will bring a new beer up for me to try i'm always like well did you ask danny because Dan- <laughs> danny fills that quota <laughs> Danny's the millennial you should ask. He's the I've consumer. never filled a quota in my life until I got here. <laughs> but here we are. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. That's perfect. So what's your favorite Sonder beer? I have a cop-out answer for this. So we have different series of beers. 
Um, we have green, gold, and royal. Um, royal is a pretty easy one. It's anything that touches wood. But then green series is a lot of our year-round beers, our core beers. And then gold series is kind of a more specialty beers. So my favorite green series beer is the Midwesterner. It's kind of like this beautiful mixture of my two favorite styles. Like I really like pale ales because it's a more crushable version of an IPA in my mind. It's like a nice in-between between like an ale and an IPA. Yeah. And then I really like hazy IPAs. I love the juiciness of it. I love the full body you get from it. So Midwesterner is like that perfect combo. And then I've really, really liked the Frosted series. I was so bummed that we ran through blueberry and raspberry so quick this last round. But uh, so we've had four. We've had mango, blueberry, raspberry, and cherry. And I believe my hard and fast rankings are cherry, raspberry, mango, blueberry. But they're all really good. You would so you would go cherry first. Yeah, yeah. I I think I agree. Uh, a, a mystery four pack of cherry frosted, like appeared in the tap room yesterday. No way. Yeah, and it's in my fridge now. Yeah. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I those went quick. I'm surprised. I haven't seen a. I have no idea where it came from. Interesting. Je, Jess didn't even know either. We were like hanging out in the tap room. She's like, "Do you know what this is?" And I was like, "I mean, it's I cherry don't, frosted. I don't, but I don't know where I'm it, I don't, I don't know where it came from." <laughs> But That's I will, pretty awesome. I will call dibs right now. <laughs> I, I've said multiple times Midwesterner is my favorite beer, so I, I, I can, uh, I'll accept those answers. Right. Midwesterner is what I got in my leader right now. Yeah. All right. So that was going to be the next thing <laughs> you're going to talk about. I'm drinking Blanc, easily the beer that I've drank the most of. You can't go wrong with Blanc. Yeah. I mean, it, that, the, what, I mean we, we could do a whole show on Blanc again, even oh, though yeah. we've already done one. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm having. All right. Let's get into the, the fun questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just that really dive into who Danny Harold is. Here we go. Okay, so Desert Island. Okay, yep. this is the, this was actually brought up on last week's podcast, the Buzzword podcast. Mm-hmm. We asked the guys from BCs and Higher Gravity if you could only drink one beer the rest of your life, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to piggyback off that. Yep. Not only am I going to ask you what's your one beer for the rest of your life, what's one musical, what's one album. Okay. You get one album the rest of your life, and you get one movie. You're okay. on a desert island, and that's all you've got. Those three things. Love okay. It. My desert island beer is Gumball Head from Three mm-hmm. Floyds. And Solid choice. It's funny because I think if you talk to people who are familiar with Three Floyds, Gumball Head isn't even their favorite beer from Three Floyds. A yeah, lot usually of pe- people would say Zombie Dust. Zombie Dust. Great beer. Don't get me wrong, but I am definitely in the minority of Gumball Head being my preferred beer. It's a unique style. It's like, I believe they call it like a pale ale Hefeweizen or something. It's Are you like, talking about Gumball Head? Yeah. They, well, it was initially a hoppy wheat. I don't know what okay. they call it now. I think hoppy, yeah, hoppy wheat. I think you're right. I think the one you're thinking of that's a super goofy, goofy uh, description is from Boulevard. Oh, yes. It, their wheat beer, that they, they called it hazy. Yeah. They, they call it a hazy uh, Hefeweizen. Yeah, I, I love that, by the way. It's just like right. <laughs> it's, it's not wrong, you know? <laughs> Hashtag no, marketing. Exactly. No one, like... No one's ever called it that, but they're, they're calling <laughs> it straight. In all Hefeweizen are hazy. Exactly, yeah, so they're not wrong. Uh, I just did, I, I did get a crack out of that. Um, I appreciate that it's good marketing. Uh, hashtag buzzword, you know. <laughs> Dang. This is where we need, like, we need a, you should get on this, PNP, producer, yeah. non-producer. We need, like, a board where at that point we could have gone, but a <laughs> Right. When we have funds for that. Totally. <laughs> we're getting there. It's still a, it's an operation that we're working on. But. You know, and then you can do the <laughs> Every time I say a bad joke. <laughs> right. So Gumball Head's my Desert Island beer. It's just something that I feel confident that I'll never get old of. Is it nostalgic? 
It's really not nostalgic. It's just you like it that yeah, much. Yeah, I just really like it. I can uh, do it. It's one of those it. things where it popped off on the shelf, you know, when I was at wherever, probably Quick Pick in Norwood. You know, shout out to Quick Pick. It's my favorite guy. <laughs> but uh, We I, have I beer there. We have, yeah, we have Sonder beer. Yeah, I don't visit him anymore because I live like 10 He's minutes moved, away now. Yeah. But oh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Goodness. I mean, there's closer stores now, you know. <laughs> I, I, should, I should hit my guy up again, though. He's the man. He's done so much for you. I know. Did I tell you that he used to like hook me up with merch and stuff like yeah. that? Oh, he's yeah. the man. I love that guy. <laughs> but um, so, did you have to think about it, or did did you quickly know Gumball Head? I pretty much knew Gumball Head. Gumball Head is so. I'm not much of a repeat beer purchaser. Yeah, same. Uh, there's probably only like seven or eight beers that I repeat purchase. There's so many good beers out there, and so many things I want to try that if I'm not drinking Sounder beer, especially at this point, you know, yep. um, I'm trying something new. But Gumball Head is something that if I just need a go-to, something I know I'm going to enjoy. And I think it's my Desert Island beer because I know I can enjoy it throughout the year. Yeah. If the Desert Island does happen to have seasons. That is a strategic like, answer. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, you've got to pick something that, that you, can, you can manage, totally. right? Totally. But I really do think it is like a top three beer for me probably, you yeah, know? That's so cool. what's your album? One. What's your musical album? So my album, people make fun of me when I say this one and I totally own it, but yellow card ocean Avenue yeah, of is, is just a gem. Like, <laughs> so I lived abroad growing up for like six ish years. And before I went abroad for the first time, my aunt bought me the ocean Avenue CD to like listen on the plane and I just like fell in love. That's like awesome. I, I bawled that whole plane ride. You know, I was probably I was going into second grade. Um, so however old that is, like eight or something, or maybe even younger than that. I don't even know. Uh, second, yeah, that could be S- seven around eight. there. I was like not a happy camper to be like moving to the middle of Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so but I just listened to that album and it's great. And I've seen Yellow Card live four times now. Um, I'm bummed they're not making music anymore. But man, that album's good. There's just five or six gems on there. and So you don't listen to it all the way through? Oh, I do. Okay. But um, I, I have, like, a pop-punk playlist on Spotify. Of course and, you do. Oh, yeah, it's littered in there, you know? So, of like, whenever that do. comes up, it's great. Um, so that's Aren't, an easy one for so me, So what too. about your movie, one movie? Miracle. Oh, my goodness. Is the, that, is that is it? I don't think we've talked about that, no, actually. No, we haven't. That's a, that's a great movie. But you're going to watch that. That's the only movie you get to watch for the rest of your life. It's funny because Justin and I are excellent friends, and I think he probably knew the answer to the, both of those questions yeah. prior. But I think Miracle uh, – No, I'm, I'm legitimately – this is a this is the sound of legitimate shock. I'm not even a hockey guy either. Like, no, I'm not either. It's a great movie. Though. I love watching like the playoffs and whatnot. I went to college with a bunch of guys that were really big hockey fans. One of my old roommates is a big hockey fan. Um, so I kind of got into it a little bit. But, like, Miracle is so good. Like, it's, it's just – it touches every emotion. Oh my god, I love it! It's so great. the The story it, it's a real story. I don't know why I like that, but man, I just love that movie. Okay, so if I mean, obviously, Danny's answering these questions really quickly, so it's probably not a secret. I did ask him these questions. I I, I sent, earlier today. I said, "Hey, on the podcast, we're going to talk about these things, so be prepared." There's something I didn't ask you. Okay, these are all no brainers, by the way, too. Okay. So what if you get you get the entire series of a TV show on DVD? Oh man. What what's the TV show? Probably Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. Would be my, my Do you know I've never watched a single episode it's of that? It's so good, man. I, mean, I, I think Andy Samberg's hilarious. I was about to ask you if you like Andy Samberg I do. because like 
he is just so good in that show. It's so good because he's funny constantly, but he's like able to like kind of bring out his like human side a little bit too. He just does a great. Which I wasn't acting. sure he had. Right, and believe, I didn't really know either. But Brooklyn Nine Nine is probably the most repeated show that I kind of dip into. I probably okay. watch it like once a year for the last like three or four years. So okay. I like the classics, you know, like The Office, Friends. Mine, mine would be Friends, by the way. Right, I think a lot of people would be Friends or The Office. I think The Office is probably like the number one. The Office right? is close. Yeah, you know, like Parks and Rex a gem. Friday Night Lights would be up there for Friday me. Friday Night Lights is good. All all gems, you know, but I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine is just... It's a sleeper pick. I like it's it. It's really good. Okay, so quickly, mine, if we've not talked about it or if you don't know, I think mine would be The Midwesterner. Would okay. be my beer for the rest of my life, I yep. think. My album, it would be Fleetwood Mac Rumors. Love Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac's my favorite band of all time. Okay. Not my favorite... Well, oof. Or I, I think if I have to go honorable mention, it's Hootie and the Blowfish Cracked Rear View. Okay. That, that would be it's both, one both of those gems two albums. for sure. Uh, all the way through. You have both on vinyl, right? I do, yeah. yeah. I, just awesome. got, I just got Cracked Rear View. I nice. finally found it. Nice. Uh, in my movie, I think, I think it would be Wedding Crashers. Okay. I do love Wedding Crashers. Maybe Tommy Boy. Okay. Both another good one. Yeah, I, I think those are the answers. Yeah, that's actually like the genre of movies that I like lean towards. I either want like a really dumb comedy, like yeah. Step Brothers, like pretty much yes. anything with Will Ferrell, you know. Yes. And then, or like, dude, I love a nice rom com. Like, <laughs> what's your favorite rom com? Oh, that's a hard one. It's funny, Brian and Justin. If you're listening to this, you'll appreciate this. My old roommates. Do we, they listen to the pod? I, well, they're gonna listen to this one. I hope, but um. <laughs> But we used to do, like, rom-com, like, nights. So, like, oh, we, we would, like, choose to, like, stay in, like, on a Friday or Saturday and just, like, <laughs> pop off, like, three or four rom-coms. <laughs> we would just, because we, we, had, we had Hulu. <laughs> if, if you go to Hulu Movies, they have a rom-com category. No and we would just blow through those, dude. We've seen every single rom-com on Hulu. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. What's your What's your rom com, dude? I don't know if I can pick one. Um, there's so many good rom coms. I have a, I have a, two really quick ones that come okay, to my mind. Hit me. Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, gem. Or Just Married with uh, Ashton Kutcher and Brittany Murphy. Oh. Wasn't it Brittany Murphy? Wasn't that her name? I don't know. I don't know offhand. R.I.P. Um, man, the probably Hitch. Oh, I don't even know if I count that as a rom-com. That's a great movie, though. It's, it's got to be a rom-com, right? I guess, but that's yeah. a good flick. That's, that's a gem. <laughs> Do you remember when, like, No Strings Attached and then what was the other? Oh, Friends with Benefits is yes. up there for me. <laughs> yeah. yes. it's, like, it's, like, literally the same plot, just two different <laughs> actors and a different name. <laughs> it totally is. Both are really good. <laughs> really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. And we used to dip into, like, some 90s rom-coms, too. But um, I think I'm more of a, like, modern. Would you count? Would you count like um, like what's is Dazed and Confused a rom com? I'd probably throw it in there. It's yeah, a, that's a that's see, great that's movie. A great movie. Yeah, Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, definitely a rom com. How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yeah, all good movies that no no dude wants to admit that Gems. they actually like oh, them. Me, Danny Harold. I'm admitting on this podcast publicly to our three followers that that's right <laughs> that I love rom coms. Hey, we've picked up. We've picked up a little bit. It might be five now. Yeah. <laughs> There was also the one with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, uh, The Proposal. Yes. Also a good flick. So good. These, all these movies are good. <laughs> Definitely, maybe. Ryan Reynolds, another one. Ryan Reynolds is the man. Yeah. Gosh. You know what? I, I'll, I'm going to say it. I'm going to okay. say it. The Notebook sucks. 
Oof, not okay. a good movie. I, I'm like I'm wishy-washy on the notebook. Yeah, you know, I like it. Yeah. So this this hour of the podcast is brought to you by <laughs> romantic comedies. All of them. Just, basically, basically, this hour of the podcast is brought to you by Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I'm here for that. You know what, dude? That guy can act, though. Yeah, absolutely. Everything from Homeboy and Remember the Titans. That yeah. did you know that's Ryan Gosling? Yeah. The, d- the yeah. defensive back. Also a great movie. Great, movie. excellent movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, he was terrible at wide receiver, but so bad, so bad. But he can do oh, no, was, from was he that. A corner? He, was the, he was a defensive back. Yes, yes, that's what. And it remember, was. he drops the interception or something. Yeah, uh, my my. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> that's a great flick. Great movie. I love those like old timey like yes. sports movies. Obviously, Varsity Blues. So good. Come on. So good. Come, did you ever, have you ever watched the program? No. You should watch the program. It's very different. What is it? It's uh, it's about a college football team. Okay. Uh, it's a good, it's a good movie. Have it, you seen Last Chance 80s. You on Netflix? Oh yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah. That like is a sad show, dude. <laughs> dude <laughs> the the what's the counselor's name? I don't and know that, offhand. Uh, you know where we need to get? I stopped watching it because I, I, I would get so sad. I, I was did like, too. Man, this is I only brutal. watched the first two seasons. I, I think I only did one. You know where I'd love to get? I'd love to get to the point. You should hop on this PNP. Okay. I'd love to get to a point where we could do either Facebook Live or some kind of streaming service while we're doing the podcast. Totally. This would be a great time to interact with anyone that's listening. Oh, yeah. Like, what's your favorite rom-com? Yeah. It'd be pretty dope. Right. One day. Yeah. One we'll, day. we'll get there. <laughs> okay, so we're officially through one question. Right. Let's keep going here. Uh, if you could have a beer with any three celebrities, who would they be? Okay. So this one was actually a bit harder. I kind of broke it down into three different things that I'm really interested in outside of craft beer. So I'll go with number one. I want Baker Mayfield chugging a Miller Lite to be engraved on my gravestone when I die. That guy. That was amazing. Son of a gun, man. I love Baker Mayfield so much. I'm not even a Browns fan. I am a Colts fan through right. and through, like bleed blue. I, I would say I would rank my, my sports teams. I would say I'm an Indians fan the yep. most. Colts are close, but the Colts are second. Mm-hmm. And then IU basketball. Okay. Like those three I'm pretty passionate about. Right. And then everything else, I'm, I have fandoms, but those three are my like totally. ride or dies, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I want to be a Browns fan because of <laughs> Baker Mayfield. We're kind of like America's team right now. Dude, everyone – I mean that guy. How can, I mean, what what has happened to his image is crazy, right? Yeah, he went from everyone hating him to now he's like this lovable, like fun guy. He's just this dude that is embracing Cleveland, and I love that. I do too. You know, like he's gone on air multiple times talking about like he, him and his wife love it here. They yeah. love living here. He's at Indians games all the time. Yep. You know, he loves being a part of the community. He loves the dog pound, you know, so it's great. It's pretty great. It's th- pretty cool. I think my fandom my fandom rankings are tough, man, because I'm a season ticket holder to Xavier basketball. But, gosh, I love the Cleveland Indians. And, you know, just being a Browns fan is so much fun. I love fantasy football. And being an NFL fan is, like, fairly easy. You know, it's like one day a week for 17 weeks, you know. I think that's why I love baseball so much, though, is the exact opposite. It's just available all the time. All the time. Yeah. Right? My only beef with baseball is that, like, I go through walls. 
Yeah. Like I get, We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. I, I get pumped at the beginning of the season. And then it's kind of like a month before the All-Star break. I'm like, man, we still have so much baseball left. And then, but, dude, is there anything like August baseball? Oh, it's the best. Especially when your team's in the hunt. Like, right now. We're cooking I, right now. Dude, I can't wait for tonight's game. We're, right? we're recording on Thursday. And yeah. Tribe plays the Twins for four games. games. back. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. What if we're two up on Monday? Woo. Or what if we're six back, right? I mean, that's why this. That's it could why happen, this, dude. Seriously, that's why this series is so pivotal. Oh man, I would. I'm confident in Clev and Bieber. Right. Okay. Who do we have going Saturday and Sunday? Oh, is that Savali and Pleasant? Me and you. It's a, <laughs> I mean, it's a good question, right? I don't. Right. Hopefully, Kluber soon. Yeah. Um, but this isn't a Cleveland Indians podcast, as much as I'd love for it to be. We should do that. Yeah. We could totally do that. We would just ramble, though. Ah, it's true. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, okay, so you, Baker Mayfield's yes, one. Yes, Baker Mayfield's one. This is no particular order. So then my favorite author is Nick Petrie. I really like thriller novels and not okay. like the scary novels. That's more along the lines of like adventure, um, like mystery, crime-solving novels. So he comes out with uh, – it's, it's the same character every book, Peter Ash. Uh, he's my favorite novelist, so I'd love to get a beer with him and just kind of talk about how he came up with cool. the character and, like, what his background is, and he just seems like a cool dude. Uh, so that'd be a good one. And then my third one would probably be... So uh, I joke that Justin, te- Justin and I text and call all the time about uh, the Indians or random BS, you know. So if I don't pick up, he just assumes I'm at the disc golf course, and he's normally <laughs> he's normally right. Yep, banging chains. <laughs> exactly. Um, so shout out to Chad Blount there. Yes, <laughs> Chad, if you're listening, banging chains, buddy. Um, <laughs> He loves that phrase. He does. It's, it's so, so good. It's so, my favorite is when Chad has a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> he's sitting with one leg over his other leg, like like you know, like the cross leg, and he's got a cigar in one hand, and he's like, "Were you banging chains today, buddy?" <laughs> it's, like, it's every Monday, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I normally I normally go play disc golf before I come over to your house on Monday nights. He's like. Were you banging chance? <laughs> like, so good. Yes, dude. And I, I've got I've come around on it. I was such a hater at first. You I was were like, dude, a hater. This is weird. I don't want to call what I do banging chains. But <laughs> it, it is really funny when you kind of think about it. So, um, so disc golf is a bit more of a popular sport than people kind of give it credit for. There's like a pro tour and whatnot. Um, they stream it live on YouTube every weekend. And uh, my favorite disc golfer is Kevin Jones. I just like his game. He's a cool dude. And I like his personality, too, just because I feel like he's a very personable guy, loves the fans, loves interacting with people. Um, and he's just, like, a generally like likable dude. So if I could get a beer with him, it would nice. be sweet. So kind of just pairing the three things I kind of do in my spare time, watching sports, reading books, and playing disc golf. Those Love are my it. three guys. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So if you could have any job in the world – and you can't say this one, right? Right? You can't say anything at Sonder. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you could have any job in the world, what would it be? Okay. So another movie that I really like is Moneyball. Dude, I actually think we, you and I should probably like Moneyball more than we do because it's right up our alley. It's such a good movie. Number, Why don't we love it more? Numbers in baseball. It's a it's a great movie, but. Man, Jonah Hill's job yes. in just that the, movie. Just the numbers guy for baseball for a team. Can you imagine having a business card with the Oakland Athletics like logo on it, and it says "Baseball Economist" on it? Is I mean, that what I couldn't remember? Is I that think what it I is? think that it's what it is. That'd be dope, dude. That's awesome, dude. A baseball economist. That'd be awesome. 
Oh. I, I feel the only the only downside is I feel like you could go down so many rabbit holes. Oh, totally. Like They're, what's they, real, what's not real. That's like, the thing that I liked about his strategy though, is like he committed to on base oh, percentage. Totally. If you get on base, you help your team win and that's it. Yep. It was dope. It was really good. Yeah. That was really good. I forgot. Honestly, I forget about Moneyball. That movie rocks. I don't watch it enough. Same. It's not available. Like, I don't think it's on, like, Hulu or Netflix yeah, or anything. So, I don't have cable anymore, so I don't, like, really pop it on. But yeah. it's a great movie. So, you're a guy that likes to travel also. Yes. And, and uh, for those that don't know, I mean, you traveled, what, two years ago or last year to Europe mm-hmm. by yourself, right? Yeah. So, well, I was there for two weeks. I spent four days in Germany by myself and then met up with two of my friends, Allison and Kate, in Spain for 10 days, which was super, super cool. cool. Yeah. And, and so you've gone on trips where you just go to breweries and read? Yep. Which I love. I, I think that is so cool. Yeah, I'm a big-time weirdo. but I, I, I don't think it's weird at all. I actually think it's awesome. I own it. So I pretty much travel to like disc golf tournaments like mm-hmm. three or four times a year. Uh, so February, I really got the itch. Like it was really cold here in Cincinnati, so I was like, "Dude, I need to go play disc golf." So I signed up for a three-day tournament in February. Actually, right before I started here, yeah, it was right before, yeah. And then, so I literally just spent like five days in Florida. I would play disc golf during the day and then go to breweries and read at night. It was awesome. That's pretty um, cool. My Airbnb host thinks that I was lying about what I was doing. Like she didn't understand <laughs> disc golf, uh, or she didn't know what it was. Uh, <laughs> But she was awesome, and uh, she had the coolest job, man. She was a she would translate books for the Church of Science. Dude, yeah. what? Yeah. So she like would, would she would, she would translate from English to Spanish. Oh, okay. There you go. Wow. Yeah. So did you? So was she home while you were yeah. staying there? That's yeah. Cool. I would have just like slept in her guest bed. It was That's dope. Cool. Yeah, she was really cool. That's cool. I didn't spend a whole lot of time like at the Airbnb anyway, so it didn't really matter. But she <laughs> so was she really... thought you were lying about yeah. being in chains while you were <laughs> <Yeah>. down there. <laughs> her like her like review. It's my pinned tweet on Twitter. If you want to go look at it, like my <laughs> she like her review of like me staying was like he was having so much fun playing of a never heard from me sport disc golf, <laughs> and then spelled it like D I C. CK. <laughs> she totally thought I was lying. <laughs> I don't know what she like assumed I was doing, but it's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. She thought you she thought you were like CIA or something. Totally. So traveling is just kind of in my nature. I I talked about it a little bit earlier. I traveled or I lived abroad for I think it's closer to 5 years than it is 6. Uh, my dad's former profession was being the project manager of building U.S. embassies. Uh, so he did that for a really long time. He like traveled all over the world. He met my mom in South Africa, which is super cool. That is super cool. Um, so like, my grandparents still live there. Um, so I lived in Tanzania, Africa for two and a half years, and then the Republic of Georgia, which is a USSR breakoff country, for two and a half years also. That was kind of like the timeline for building a U.S. embassy. So uh, we used to, the countries weren't great. Um, we had to live in gated communities for both of them, but uh, we were really close to a lot of really cool countries, so like we did a lot of awesome traveling there, so... That's pretty cool. So, so what is a, if you could take any vacation in the world, mm-hmm. what would it be? So living abroad, I, li- I spent a lot of time in Europe, um, spent some time in Africa, a little bit of Asia, um, but I've never made it down under yet. So okay. I, I really want to do Australia and New Zealand. I think it'd be so cool. That's it's kind of cool. like I've heard that like, the culture isn't a whole lot different from the States, but it's just like a bit more relaxed. It's really interesting to me that like, 
95% of like Australia's population like lives like along the coast, you know? Oh, seriously. It, it's, it, don't quote me on that number. I'm sure it's, it's way different. That's but crazy. Yeah, it's like everyone lives along the coast because like the middle of Australia is just like not habitable. But that'd be super cool. What, what, did, what did he I'm do? drinking a beer, so my dad's calling me. Oh, oh. Daniel left me a note. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> also, my dad, funny story. In college, my dad was... You should put, speaker him on and get him on no, the podcast. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Um, <laughs> my buddies and I used to... It, it used to happen to a couple of my other friends, too. But my dad, like, knew my class schedule pretty good and also knew that, like, there was a really good chance that on Friday or Saturday, like, post, like, 4 o'clock, I was having beers, you know? Of course, yeah. It was like clockwork. So similar to him sending me a text the day before I come home that there's beer in the fridge, it was like clockwork that I was either in class or drinking beer when my dad would call me in college. (laughs) It was ludicrous. My mom would call me at normal times, like a normal human being. You know, it's like after class or in the morning or, you know, just like on a Sunday, you know. But like my dad's calling me at like 8 o'clock on a Friday. He's like, Danny, why is it so loud where you are? Well, it's like, it's 8 o'clock on a Friday, Dad. What in the world I'm do you expect I'm 20 years old at 8 o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> exactly. What do you think is happening right now? That's, he's that's like, awesome. He's like, okay, just call me tomorrow. I was like, all right, Dad, we'll right. do, man. Can I call you at 1 <laughs> when I wake up? Exactly. <laughs> it was so funny, man. It was like clockwork. You're like, the, the best would be... It, it's like maybe like five or six like after dinner you know and like my buddies and i literally crack our first beer and seconds later we get a Your call from calls. one of our dads it's <laughs> awesome. wild dude but um, so i think so i have multiple answers for this one i can okay. never just Hit pick me. one a bucket list vacation for me i have three mm-hmm. that that immediately come to mind and they all kind of encompass some of my interests and things i love to do so one of them would be a ski trip in the Swiss Alps. Oh, dude, I love skiing. I love, I love snow skiing. My man. buddies and I go to a steamboat. I've only been once, but like it's kind of a yearly thing. I couldn't go last year in Colorado. So much fun. Yeah, I, I love snow skiing. So skiing in the Swiss Alps would That'd be, be awesome. a cool thing. I also love whitewater rafting. Okay. So, I also love whitewater rafting. Yeah, I have some buddies. We, we have done this trip multiple years. We haven't been able to in the last couple, but we would go to the, the Gully River in uh, West Virginia, which okay. has class fives. And right. It's a ton of fun. I would love to do. It's like basically a month long trip, uh-huh. uh, and whitewater raft the entire Colorado River oh, man, through the Grand cool. Canyon. And then the third one would be uh, fly out to Seattle, rent a car, and drive all the way down the coast. Oh, man, that also and, be really and in cool. San Diego. So there's a lot of things I would love to do on top of that. But those three things, I feel like are are three things that I will I will try my my, right. my darndest to make. I've happen. only been whitewater rafting once, but man, it was fun. It's so it's, much it's fun. Funny it's funny too, the, like the adrenaline, dude. Oh my gosh. We uh, I think an added bonus for us. The one time I went was we went to Gatlinburg for spring break senior year. Uh, we'd kind of done the like beach party thing the three years prior, so we kind of wanted to switch it up, like go hiking and distilleries stuff like that, you know. So we went whitewater rafting. It was literally the second day because it was like the last weekend in February. It was the second day they were open, so the water was so cold. Oh yeah, it's so it's cold, ridiculous. So like the in between the rapids and whatnot, we were all just like shivering, and then yep. like your blood would pump when you're getting ready to go. Yep. Oh my god, it yep. was so much fun. There's so many things about it to make it awesome. There's that piece. There's the fact that the water's mostly cold. Yeah. There's the fact that if you flip over, you might die. Right. Right. But like, the instructors are so casual about totally. it. Totally. It's like if you fall Undercut. out, just swim. <laughs> <laughs> Undercut rock here. If you fall out, swim hard left. You don't want to go right. Your foot gets stuck. 
pray. Ours were like more like, casual than that too. It's just like if you fall out, just swim, you'll be fine. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> I fall out of this raft in the middle of it. I'm gonna die. What in the world are we doing here? <laughs> I also, I also would like to go to like Alaska. Yeah, going to Alaska would be really I'd cool. Like to do like I love the idea of traveling. Yeah, it's just you know life. Right. I'm not a bucket list guy, but I I do have a like mission that I recently started of I want to play disc golf in all 50 states. Okay, I have a similar thing. I want to go to every MLB stadium. Yes, I, that's a really cool one. Going to MLB stadiums is more of just like a, if I'm in a city and they're playing, I want to go. Totally. It's funny. I was exchanging texts with two of my old roommates. Um, I'm visiting Chicago Labor Day. And uh, we're buying tickets for a Cubs game. It'll be my first time at Wrigley. You've never been to Wrigley? Never been. Dude. I'm pumped. Oh. pumped. Wrigley's up there with Fenway for it's me. It's going to be so you, cool. You have to do it. My number one right now fan. is um, the Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. Miller was, Park? Yeah, they have a slide in left park. In, in left field. It's awesome. It's insane. I, I have a thing that I started last year uh, where I took Bella, to my, my oldest daughter, to an Indians game in Cleveland. And... I want to start something sometime soon where I take each of the kids to a road game every year. Right. And we rotate each year. Yeah, so, that'd be really cool. So every year, each kid gets to pick a new stadium. You might have to wait a couple of years. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, my kids, I, I don't know. It, it sounds fun for me. It's a four, little selfish. Four kids under six right now? Yeah, seven. Seven. The oldest is When did six. Bella turn seven? No, she's, the, she's under seven, so oh, six okay. or under. Oh, right? gotcha, gotcha. She tur- but she turns seven in a couple of months. But gotcha. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. We need to do like seven from the road podcasts. Yeah, or do like a live podcast whenever this is just back to the traveling thing. But mm. when we go to GABF and we do yes, the road trip, dude. I'm amped for that road trip. It's going to be pretty awesome. Oh man, we're taking this stuff on the road for sure. Oh, no yeah, doubt. It's, it's going to be a blast. No doubt. Well, okay. So I think we've gone for a while now. I'm glad sure. everyone got to kind of get a peek under under the hood of of who Danny Harold is. Man, I. I mean this with so much sincerity. Not only are you a great friend of mine, but we're blessed to have you at Sonder. Everyone, everyone sees the, the value that you bring here. And, man, it's my hope that you're here forever. And, and this just becomes, I mean, you're already part of the family, but this just becomes a lifelong path for you and, and, and for, uh, for us together. So thank you for that. Um, I would pr- I'm almost done with my beer, so I had to hold off so that we couldn't, uh, so that I wasn't cheersing with an empty glass. But thank you for everything you've done for us. Uh, I'm so pumped, and I, I'm excited about what the future holds. I just know you're going to continue to just add so much value. So thanks, man. Man, I love being on this talented team. I love just being able to showcase to our fans kind of what we're doing every day, giving them the inside peek into what's happening at the brewery. Our fans are so cool, man. They love our beer. They love hanging out at our place. And I just love interacting with them, whether they're here, whether they're on social and whatnot. I always talk about how this team is so dang talented. It's crazy. So talented. I'm impressed every day by the brewers. They constantly are coming up with new ideas. They're producing beers at such a high rate and keeping the quality up. You know, Jen, my boss, is incredibly talented. She built this brand from the ground up, you know. Uh, We have an awesome sales team. I joke that, you know, despite having, like, a little bit of a sales background, I could never do their job. No. I mean, those guys are hustling every single day. They're slinging beers every day, dude. It's wild. Their job is not easy. You know, there's so much competition out there, and they're crushing it. We're in how many locations now? Almost 400. Well, over 400 now with Kroger. Wild. It's crazy. Wild. You know? Less than a year in. And, like, I'm not even speaking to, like, our talented bar staff that is, like, at the front line 
lines yep. of our marketing team, essentially. You know, like they're interacting with our consumers. It's true. You know, we have so many people around here that help with uh, community giving and just et cetera. You know, it's so much fun. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, how can people follow you on social media? Uh, so you talked about how you – so you run – the Sonder social media. I do, for the most you part. You oversee yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, obviously, you have support. We have, we, we have great support on the team. Mm-hmm. Kind of oversee that. If people want to follow Danny Harold, the man, the myth, the legend. So on Instagram, it's just Danny Harold. Okay. And then. Harold, H E. Yep, H E R O L D. And then, dude, so I'm Danny Harold27 on Twitter. Okay. And I really want to get a hold of the guy that has Danny Harold. <laughs> You're just going to pay him. Dude, You're going to buy I'll, him out. Dude, I'll throw you a 20 bill. <laughs> You want some beer? I'll send you some beer. But he's just like he's this high school basketball coach in like Indiana or oh, something. Seriously? Yeah. Oh man. I know it's D- tough. We got to talk about this. My buddy's a high school basketball coach in Indiana. Is maybe his name he Danny Harold? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying maybe he knows. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I was saying maybe he knows him. Right. I think it's Indiana. I don't really know. I did some loose research. <laughs> it's probably like Nevada. You're probably way off. Seriously, I am fully prepared to hold on, dude. We have a like bird in our in our studio right Legit- now. <laughs> There's a legit cardinal just what, about what landed. In the world? <laughs> I, we can't make. We should probably wrap this up and get that bird out of here. I'm terrified of birds. Are you I don't really? Like the, you know, oh I don't like this. Is it still up here? I mean, it has to be, right? How do it's, we get it's, a, it's a really pretty bird. It's though. a cardinal, I think. <laughs> it was red. Yeah. Was, I don't. I don't. I don't should it. we get Jeff? I don't really know a whole lot about birds. <laughs> yes. Dude, I, I'm. That terrified was a callback right to now. what? <laughs> uh, yeah, bird watcher. I'm so terrified of this right now. I don't even know what to do. I, there's a bird in the. St- Studio, loose terms. Very loose studio. What were we even talking about? I completely lost. We were like trying to wrap up. I think. I think. (laughs) I think. Oh, Danny Harold. There's a Danny Harold that owns. Yes, dude. I'm trying to throw this guy a twenty bill for the (laughs) for the Twitter handle. If you're listening, Danny Harold. Yes, uh, head basketball coach of some high school out there, Danny Harold. I will hate Indiana. Is it Indiana? I I think it is, but he like doesn't have messages on, so I can't hit him up. And like, I don't want to be that dude that like tweets at him like, "Hey man, I'll throw you some cash for your Twitter handle." It's kind of a douche move. I can't be that guy. No. So yeah, right now it's just Danny Harold on Instagram, and then Danny Harold twenty seven. On Twitter, uh, Twitter is mostly just uh, Xavier basketball and sports banter, and then a little bit of crappier banter on there too. But uh, I try to stay away from that. And then I try to, I try to get creative on my own Instagram, but it's a little bit. Instagram is definitely where I lean. I'm, I, if I'm trying to kill time here, it's because I'm pulling up. Oh, okay, here's Danny Harold on Twitter. Yes, I found him, but it doesn't. I don't see what state it is. He's definitely a basketball guy. It's right? got to be this guy, it's though. It's so unfortunate. Okay. It's like, dude. Yeah, dude you got to buy this guy out. Yeah let, me, yeah, let me hook you up. Make yourself the I'll Danny make Harold. it worth your while. Dude, be the Danny Harold. That's what I'm trying to do. No, no, no. Like, the. Like, actually make oh, it no, the. No, no, no. <laughs> I just want Danny Harold. It's like, I can't even do Danny underscore Harold. I've tried. but. Oh, really? Yeah, I got to roll with Danny Harold 27 okay. for the time being. But All right. Well. If you want to get in touch with Danny, <laughs> hit him up. Uh, he, as we've talked about it at length now, uh, Danny produces the podcast. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts, yeah, hit me up uh, for for how to make the podcast better or ideas for future shows. Uh, definitely hit us up. And you, if you've interacted with us on social, you've probably interacted with me, so it's been fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, all right. Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Thanks for having me. Yep. <laughs>